Remember when we were not allowed in grown people's business? Well, things have changed, and it's time to open our ears and discuss what challenges us as millennials. We invite you to join your new favorite aunties, V, Fab, and myself, Ty, on a podcast where we discuss all things from relationships to finance and even career. So, grab your tea, sit back, and let's get into grown people's business. Welcome back to grown people's business. Hi, ladies. How are you guys doing today? Hi, we're good, Fab. I'm good. Splendid. (laughs) I know I'm (laughs) doing really good. (laughs) What's going on? I mean, it's another den paradise, right? Right. So we're right. I'm actually excited for the topic we're uh, going to talk about today. This is something that I've dealt with um, from the beginning of my career. And drum roll, please. (laughs) Horrible (laughs) drum roll, but I did my best. That was terrible, Ty, but I'll take it. Well, today we're going to talk about work-life balance. Mm -hmm. Now, ladies, I know you both are working, right? Yeah. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) So how would you define work-life balance? What does that look for you? Hmm. You want to take that one? Uh, probably not because I'm not with work-life balance. <laughs> oh so, Bob, here's what I would say. I right. think, so the the way I look at, it, I don't think there would be like a generic definition of it because I think it's defined differently in different stages of our careers. Right. Because like I know like earlier on when I started in the quote-unquote corporate world, I didn't really understand what work-life balance was. It was mainly like you just work and overwork and that was like a big deal like everyone was doing it you felt like alive at that time and then now it's more of like I really have to take time to disconnect from work you know I know there's a lot of things that need to be done in a day-to-day but I can't work like 16 hours a day and be normal if that makes sense but I think we need to look at it in different stages of our like careers in different stages of your life too, right? Because like yeah. work-life balance for a single person may look different for work-life balance for a single mom exactly. or even like two parents in a house. Mm. So, but I want to hear from you. What does that look like for you? For me, hmm, I'm not that good with work-life balance. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys know that. No. <laughs> I like to take on different projects. So I'm happy that over the last few months, both of you were like, no, you need to chill, like, stop it. You don't need this other project to work on. Whether it's, I mean, it's work related or for free, but I like to work on different projects. Uh, for me, I would say it's to create time for yourself, to refuel and, you know, check with yourself as well. And uh, that's it. That's how I will describe it. Taking time for yourself outside of what you do or activities that are work related. Yeah, I like that. I agree. And and like you ladies said earlier, you know, in every stage of our lives, our priorities will change, which may require a different type of balance, right? Yeah. I know there are many companies that promote work-life balance, but in reality, if we're being honest, <laughs> they want more work out of you than life. So <laughs> I think it's really up to us to um, find that balance and whatever that means for you. And I, and I think it's good to make sure people respect that in a way. Right. 
So like, what are some reasons why someone should have work-life balance? I know like that's common sense, but <laughs> you know, you should have a good balance in your life. But what are some reasons that you think someone should maintain a work-life balance? Uh, for me, it starts with your health. Right. Because overworking yourself, your body will feel it anyway. Yeah. Sure. You don't want to overwork yourself. And uh, spending quality time with loved ones too, because as you're working, it's hard to focus on them. Mm-hmm. This can be a little bit challenging. Yeah. Uh, just tagging on to what he said, uh, it's taking a time to refuel, right? So like resetting your brain or where you at in terms of energy, because you can't run on an empty thing, like tank. Yeah. And I think um, a lot of time we do neglect um, we do neglect that part of ourselves, right? Like, how do we feel mentally or physically? Because a lot of times, just because you're not, like, you don't have a cold doesn't mean that your body can't give out. And it happened to me multiple times mm-hmm. throughout my career where I couldn't do anything. Like, my body just straight up give up. So I have right. to, to find a way to, to balance that. Yeah, it's like, it's like the body always tells you when to stop. Mm. Yeah. Do you guys get that? Does that happen to you guys? Like the whole. Um, I used to work in public accounting, right? <laughs> and um, it, it was tough because when tax season, you, they, they have, um, they tell you how many hours you need to work a, a week. And for me, the minimum hours were 55 hours, um, including weekends, mm. um, Saturdays. And, and, you know, the idea that you have to definitely take a toll on your mental and physical. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, I don't know, for some reason, I used to just power to it, thinking about make, maybe make a vacation, making vacation plans or whatnot to keep me sane mm-hmm. um, and try to find something to do on the weekend that, that benefits me. But it's good you're saying that because depending on the field, People tend to follow, you know, the organizational culture yeah, of overworking yeah. and you yeah. cannot leave until somebody else, you know, does. Or sometimes some people don't want to leave the office before their manager. Yeah. And if they stay late, uh, it's hard to be a work-life balance. Yeah, that's, that's a huge Healthy work-life thing. Balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like kind of you're marrying everyone around you. And again, it's like the organization's culture, right? So you don't want to be the one that actually leaves early, even though you're done with your work. So you'll Mm -hmm. actually sit there and not do much. But I think at some point you do need to take ownership of, you know what, I'm done for the day. I've worked, you know, I'm proud of the work that I put in today and all these great things. And I think it's time for me to to go. Um, Again, it depends on your environment or how um, they see it, but that's very important. So the one thing, I don't know if you guys seen this, but I think, and it's something that I've heard a lot, mm-hmm. is people don't really know, um, like, why they should maintain one or how to really maintain a work-life balance. And I always say, like, you can't repeat the same, quote-unquote, work-life balance routine you have in every season. Yeah. Right. It changes, Right. Because what I was doing at the beginning of 2020 <laughs> and what I'm doing now to keep sanity during winter, I have to adjust to, to the time. There are things that I think will be like the core of things that I don't change. They're always the same thing, but there's a lot of movement around how I define it. And I think 
especially for the newer people coming into the corporate world, if you're thinking that the structure I have for my work-life balance this year is going to be the same next year, it's going to be the same in Q2, I'm sorry to say it's not. Um, and right. I think that's what people need to do is like reassess, okay, which season am I in right now and how do I adjust to meet that? That's, that's true. Like mm-hmm. Huge thing. And so just to add to that, and it's like the silliest example, but for me, what I found that works for me during winter, especially now with the pandemic, is what do I do with the extra energy that right. I, I have? Like the days here are super short and I want to make the best out of it. So for example, I have a stationary bike and that helps me keep a certain routine. But during the summer, it was completely different because the weather was so nice. So yeah. I go for walks every day, go to the bakery. You but during winter, exactly during winter, I'm not going out every day. And so I had to reevaluate, like, what do I do to fill in that time to make Ty happy and ready for the next day? That's right. important. I like that you're saying that that seasons matter, like they affect mm. how you practice work-life balance. Yeah. And also we, we touched on different uh, stages in one's career. Also, when you're yeah. younger, sometimes you want to overwork because your body right. doesn't feel it much anyway. Yeah. But with time, it's like, mm, I should probably take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely depends on the person. Um, and then the company you work for, for example, if you're in tax season, it, it's going to require a lot of energy and whatnot. You can include one or two things that you do for yourself. But when, when it slows down, I really advise everyone to just take that vacation, you know, take time off and enjoy the downtime because I found I found that there are a lot of people who still continue to work so much even mm. when it's down because that's that that become work became their whole life mm-hmm. you know and become part of their routine without including anything for themselves and I think you touch on something here people need to under, understand the profession that they're in yeah, every exactly. profession every industry you will have your peak season and you know the ones where it's pretty much a lull you need to understand what that looks like and how you adjust to it. Uh, because like Bob said, I mean, tax season, it, and it's true. Like we've noticed that uh, like being around her, she she does work a lot. But in the down season, she makes sure that she takes time for it. So I hope people that are listening, they're not just going to go with the idea that, oh, I'm just going to create this work-life balance and everything around me just needs to match it. Understand right. your profession, understand the season you're in. I mean, Q1 and Q4 for me are always like pedal to the metal, you know, like we got to go and get it done. But then I get to take breathers as I'm transitioning into Q2, the summer and slowly walking into Q4. So I maximize those and get ready for some hectic weeks here and there. But when I do have downtime during those periods, I take advantage of them as well. Yeah, it's like you were saying, you create time, you know, to bike for me i've said earlier that it's very i find it a little bit hard <laughs> to stop so i had to find uh doing my lunch break uh earlier doing uh you know the, all the confinement and all that so once we were able to go out so i will force myself during my lunch break to take a class so i will go to aqua cycling not too far mm, yes nice. 
So it was right. a good way to, you know, be in water, do biking, and I will feel it less, less while I'm working out. Yeah. So I will force myself because I know I cannot cancel at the last minute. <laughs> you know, I will get refunded. <laughs> Instead of telling myself, you know, I'll do a yoga class on YouTube. No, I may probably don't, I may not do it. But mm-hmm. if I sign up for a class, I will definitely show up. So maybe for some listeners, if you find it hard to, you know, to take a break, at least uh, try to find something that you cannot cancel, mm-hmm. even if it's two or three times a week and see how it works out. Yeah, I agree. I think um, when I, I think you should definitely establish some boundaries of company too that you work for. Because that's definitely going to help in your work-life balance. And one thing that I think about often is communicating your priorities with your team or employer and set boundaries early in your career. Because whatever your priorities are, people you work for should be aware of what you're interested in. Whether you have, you know, children and you want to be home at a certain time or you enjoy yoga class on Friday night, if that's important to you, find ways to make it work and find ways to make it you know, part of your life, regardless of the requirements of your job, you know, working 12, 16 hours a day is not really healthy. So communicate your priorities with your team and, you know, don't don't let other people look down um, on your priorities because that happened a lot in yeah. um, corporate America where mm-hmm. people think, well, you're single. Why do you have to go home early? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So definitely com- communication is key in that situation. Um, you don't want to come off rude or anything, but communicate with your team and create those b- boundaries yeah. with your team. Yeah, and it also depends on the culture you're working. Because for me, I work in Paris and French culture. I wouldn't say it's the same in every office because I haven't worked in all the offices in the city. But uh, at the same time, I was very surprised how late they stay in the office. Although we we have like, I would say a nice lunch. People tend to stay a little bit over an hour for the lunch break. But for me, they have kids and I'm looking at them leaving the office quite late compared to how it was in North America. Mm -hmm. So like we're saying, a little bit context matters too. Might be the country, where you live, where you work, your profession. So a lot of things matter in this context. Yeah, and I think it's interesting that you bring that up because (laughs) although I currently am not in the U.S. anymore. I still work for a U.S. company. So the U.S. culture, I still, you know, have it with, with the way that I work. And one thing that I found that very beneficial to me, and, and again, some people might not even consider it, is actually having blocks of breaks on my calendar, like hmm. blocking my lunchtime. And if for some reason that day I have to give up that time, I try to find it in another place. Like having that hour in a day where I know I am disconnecting from work for however long period it is, and then getting back to it makes a huge difference. So I personally would encourage people to either find multiple breaks in their calendar that they can take 15 minute breaks for a walk or to go do something other than staring at your laptop. Um, and if your calendar permits, block time to actually eat. It's very important. Yes. 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 And, you know, with work from home now, that changes, you know, the environment, the work environment for all of us. I think all three of us work from home now. 
-hmm. What are some like best practice, you know, for work from home and also work life balance? Hmm. How do you, what do you ladies do? I want to hear because I need some tips myself. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, I think work life balance and working from home, there's this weird line that, like, it always gets blurred because you're at home where technically it's your life part but now you're Mm -hmm. bringing the work into it so first thing and is actually creating a space to work in it doesn't have to be anything crazy but have a desk have a chair a comfortable chair and put things in your desk that will make you feel like you're working and if you can separate that corner from where you sleep I think that's better if you have that space um, because at this point we're all working from home and to really find that work-life balance is pretty it's tough but I think the main thing is to dedicate an area for work so when you leave that area you're shutting down work if that makes sense that's one of the I big like things that. for me I like that I have uh, a similar setup where I work in a separate room and after work once I turn off this laptop and close the door I don't even want to see this <laughs> room because <laughs> for me it's a good way to separate my work yeah. life um even at home yeah and good. Oh, another tip would be to be mindful of working hours just because you're at home you know now mm-hmm. we don't have a commute time anymore like if i live at six then you know i will miss wash hour uh, so now that we are at home we may need to find a time to just you know stop work at a certain time every day yeah. so this way we start a routine unless yeah. there's an emergency and also in the morning, you know, give yourself time in the morning if possible before you go to work because now work is like from the bedroom to the office. <laughs> right. So like you can work in your PJ, you know. So <laughs> it might be a good thing to wake up a little bit earlier, maybe 15 minutes prior, drink your tea, spend some time with yourself. If you need to meditate, meditate, do what you have to do before you log on and just start working and yeah. bombard your brain with, information yeah like v mentioned is the time management just because you're at home doesn't mean you get to work till 8 p.m like log off when it's time to log off oh gosh i need this advice (laughs) log off when it's time to log off and i think we all felt like in the beginning i'm not gonna lie i went in through like i went to the whole oh i'm home i can work till like x you know this hour and you don't notice that you're getting into this horrible routine until you're just like, what am I doing? Like it's 8 p.m. and I'm still working, but it's because you can't make that distinction. So have a routine. And I think being disciplined and creating that routine will really help separate those. We're not saying it's going to be easy, but it is going to make working from home and creating that work-life balance um, just less complicated than if you were actually leaving your house to go to work and coming back home. Yeah, I had that too in the beginning uh, with the, you know, with working from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, the computer is right there. So in my mind, I'm like, maybe there's a solution. Right. That's a, That might be something you can test, right? Because I work in IT basically. <laughs> so, you know, you test a lot. I'm like, you can test it. It's 1130. That's okay. But at midnight, you'll be done. <laughs> you oh, know, just no. to see if the solution that's will work. Worse. That's that was so But with time, I'm like, that's okay. It can wait until tomorrow unless there's an urgency. Yeah. 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 But, you know, I, I, I want to talk to the people who may, may not, you know, 
have a routine by now because I struggle with with this at the beginning of quarantine where I didn't really have a routine. I was just rolling out of bed, sitting in front of, <laughs> sitting in front of the computer <laughs> for like hours. That sounds like sitting, me. Right. And then just Netflix and chill afterwards. So that was not a good routine. I was not getting any vitamin D outside or whatnot. So find someone who can keep you accountable, mm. you know, with your routine, whether it's, you decide to work out. Um, it's good to have someone that you can report to that would help keeping you accountable. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any last advice for everyone working from home, ladies? Uh, learn how to say no. People will come up to you sometimes with projects from left yeah. and right. Learn how to say no. Just because we are at home, we want to be super productive. Mm-hmm. And it's not even about work. Sometimes it's about other projects that uh, friends want to work on, work on and uh, invite you. It's okay to say no if you feel like it uh, it will invade, I would say, much of your time. Yeah. And I think um, give yourself grace. Mm, like, this is a really hard time that we're all figuring out right now. So, you know, sometimes we want to do everything. We want to be available to everyone. But the the girls on the line, they can tell you, like, there are days I, I don't feel like talking to anyone. And I don't <laughs> feel bad about it. You know, like, I need that time for myself, so I'll take it. So give yourself grace. Understand where you get your energy from and how much you're going to need to pour into whatever activity before you commit to it. Um, I think that's, that's the biggest thing for me. I have to be nice to myself. Be kind to yourself. Be kind. I love it. And this is the end of our podcast today. Uh, I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but we're going to leave our our listeners with that one reminder that Z just said, be kind to yourself. Yeah. And Give yourself some grace, like Ty say. So <laughs> this is it, ladies. But we'll be back next time. Okay. Yes, we'll be back. <laughs> yeah, Bye. You guys stay tuned. Bye. Bye, everyone. This podcast is made possible thanks to our listeners and their incredible support. Because of that, we get to connect with you weekly and discuss topics that are important to you while bringing in different perspectives.